Thank you for joining us for Be Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something and where we cover your pop culture landscape through our geek lens. I am Miss Shannon, and we are kind of broadcasting live from the Twin Cities Film Fest studio. So that means that, of course, my podcasting work husband, Jayton Satia, our executive director, is right next to me. Hey, Jay. Hey, hey, we're at the AC Marriott, our official hotel. So we are tangibly here yes. at the Twin Cities Film Fest studio. Exactly, because the Twin Cities Film Fest studio, first of all, is in our heart as much as it is an actual location. So oh that's kind of like... Yeah. You're <laughs> going way too esoteric. Oh you stop. know what? Oh. You know, I don't think that you should be surprised because we are broadcasting today in the midst of the 2019 Twin Cities Film Fest. It has been going full swing. Uh, we are at to day seven. No, day eight. Day oh, trust no, me. No, I'm counting. How many days total? Eleven. Uh, Copy that. All right. It, it ends on Saturday, <laughs> so you guys do the math. You're Back almost there. <laughs> That's enough. You're Almost gonna make it. <laughs> and you know what? I appreciate that. Our who was that that just talked? Our guests are the ones that are actually giving you the business as well. I appreciate it that it's not just me. Because one of the best things about having the executive director of the Twin Cities Film Fest be one of your best friends and your podcasting husband is that that means that he brings cool people onto our podcast. So, Jayton. Yes, I brought two cool people. Yes. Um, the film is called Three Day Weekend, and we have the director Wyatt. Why was your last name? Sorry, Wyatt McDill. McDill. I couldn't pronounce it earlier. It was like McDill. Like it, it was in the most. <laughs> that the sounds mo- like no, the worst high school bullying no, no, no. attempt ever. In the most respectful way. Of I try to pronounce names all the time just so I can get it right in front of the audience. Did he do it in res- in a respectful way? I Why thought it was respectful. I'd like yeah. <laughs> no, and I, I couldn't I'm finish not, it. Easy. So my staff corrected me. So thank you. Yeah. Um, and then we have Justin Kirk, and mm-hmm. I think I said That's that right. Justin K. <laughs> Should I have said K? <laughs> Do you get that a lot? <laughs> no, no. Usually people get Kirk ever. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got a um, lot of problems, but pronouncing my name is not one of them. Justin is the executive producer on the film. That's Which right. I think is fantastic because Justin, suit. is this the first time that you've executive produced? Oh, to say the least. Oh, funny because yes, when you is. look at your Wikipedia page, of course mm. it has a million accolades on it. He's mm. one of those people that I don't want to print it out because I like trees. Um, so <laughs> you don't want to sit there and go, "How many movies did he do?" versus "How many shows has he been on?" And that doesn't really add up to being kind to the environment if I print everything out. That's so right. what is it like, gentlemen? You know, and so why is this the first film that you've directed? Uh, it is not. Okay, no. Um, see, so you are a great uh, way for Justin to get involved in being a yeah, student. That's I, great. I've uh, this is my second feature and um, I also directed three shorts. I've directed music videos and TV And you've stuff. directed three. We've done another whole feature film since this one. Yeah. It's oh, in wow. the can. Saving yes. something for next oh, year, though. Please but do. Right, exactly. You know, we've got another film, yeah, ready to go next year. Fancy. Um, but, yeah, so I've, I've been a director um, my whole life, and um, I've gotten to work with this guy for, you know, how many over 10 years we've been working together. And we've known each other for About even longer than <laughs> 10 years. 10 plus. Yeah. Yeah. So I've uh, been involved with all the movies, but usually I've, uh, I've uh, been an actron. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, this time, not. not Wyatt, how time. is, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Three Day Weekend in a second. Um, mm-hmm. How is Justin on set as an actor? Um, I just wish I could think of something good to say about <laughs> it. I, I wish you could, too. This is awkward. <laughs> After 10-plus years, for God's sake, I we wish We should have given you a list of the questions beforehand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just keep yeah, hiring him just, just so that he keeps trying something. to do something better every time. Well, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, I've told him this, too, so well, it's tell the world flattering, but... He, he's amazing. He's an amazing actor, as everyone knows. He's like back. one of the 
one of the prime actors of his generation. <laughs> I th- I really believe that. Yay. And agree. then also on the set, um, he's such a professional. Not just shows up on time, and he knows that he's the number one on the call sheet, and he sets the tone for the movie. So it's a joy to work with him. And at other times when I have not gotten to work with him, I'm like, oh, I wish I was working with Justin again because he brings a tone that you know everybody follows, and it just makes it a lot easier to so make a film, which is very difficult to make. Yeah, so, so the follow-up question to Justin. Justin, based on what oh, he God. just gave you the... I think the Very best nice. compliment that yeah. a director can give an actor and of course a friend. Where does that work ethic, where does that, you know, respect for the art of filmmaking come from from your I background? like to be there. <laughs> and oh, I don't nice. have time for people who don't. You know, when you get to make a movie or be on T V or in theater or something, you've kind of won the lottery. I mean, I mean it's a it's a very privileged place uh, to be. And anyone who doesn't show up in the morning, uh happy to be there. No and how long have no you been in the that. industry then? Like at least acting and or yeah, uh, me yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Gosh, a long time. Okay. Yeah, a heck of a long. Prefer time. not to say. Well, no, I mean as, as long as I can. I mean, I don't That's know. Wonderful. I mean, I guess I had a job at a hotel. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, decades, decades. <laughs> let's say decades. So, so then that helps me pivot into this question. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with you, Wyatt. So Wyatt McDilla, who you've done a variety of different projects. If we were going to put them all in a hat, what is your favorite features? Music videos or shorts? That I've made? Yes. Um, let's see here. Do you uh, mean of those? She doesn't mean which li- one of them. She means you don't do have you to like pick which child, of which, those but what of the, of what of the genres, yeah. we'll yeah. call them, do you enjoy most? Ah, there's, li- there's things about each of them that I enjoy in a different way. I mean, a film takes a year or two or three to make, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a backbeat in your life. And uh, you get to take all this time to write the script, and then you get to take all this time to like create, film it and cut it. And that's a whole different process. Writing is a, si- a solitary process, and I like that. But then when you come together, you get the chemistry of all the different people and, oh, this person's nuts and, oh, this person's a pro, and right. you've got to sort of figure out how to get them all to work together. And, you know, I'm also a cook. I love to cook. And it's it's kind of like cooking, you know. You can put everything together in the exact same way ten times in a row, and you always get something different depending on the weather or the moods or the ingredients. So I like that that chemistry that happens on the set. And then afterwards, you know, I like the control you have, frankly, <laughs> of the edit and the sound mix and the color correction where you can just dial in your exact vision for what it was. Do you ever so. get to your exact vision? Because I, I, I'm, I'm around directors, producers, editors all the time, and one of the key things that I keep hearing is like, we're never really finished editing. You have you to just pause. Have to stop you have to stop. You have to actually let the, let the child go on. <laughs> do you um, struggle with that as you're editing, or do you kind of know exactly what you want, and you get it, and then you move on? Um, I think that I always know exactly what I want, but I, you do have to stay open to, like, well, that's not what I wanted. And I work with a guy named Carlos Lamas as our editor. He edited Three Day Weekend, and I really appreciate his vision you know, he has different ideas from what I have. You know, I'll say, well, I think this has to be over here. And he'll say, why? And then I'll say, I guess I don't know why. Sure. <laughs> um, so you get, you do get like. Yeah, once you get on set, it kind of takes it over. Like the, the yeah. set, the location, the, the, the camaraderie between the actors. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I make all of my films with my wife, Megan Huber. And so she lines up a lot of the things and makes the whole thing happen. So. I'm lucky in that respect. 
But then once everything's together, like I've, I've said before, it's sort of like serving a, a six-course meal on the deck of a pitching ship in a, in a thunderstorm, you know. It's just, it's, cr it's crazy. You have no control crazy. over the weather and the locations and who's showing up and the costumes are different than you thought they were going to be. And, and, you know, you have to mix all that together. And usually at my age, you're just physically at your limit by the time you, you're done shooting. So. Yeah. So before we move on to our companion question to Justin, we'll say shout out to your wife, Megan, who's hi, also Megan. here in the room. Yeah. So hi, Megan. She just Megan. Said, ah, there we go. Megan, if you get bored watching, we can pull out a microphone for you. You can be on the podcast as well, because it sounds like you do keep the ship in the water is what it sounds like. So thank you for doing that. That's so for sure. my companion question then for you, Justin, mm. is you, since you have done, we'll, we'll give you again a choice of three. So if you're doing stage, TV, or feature films. What is your favorite of the three? Ah, yeah. Well, they all have their, uh, you know, their pros and cons. Um, doing a play is cool because you're in the room with the people that are watching it. Um, but boy, it's a hell of a, <laughs> it's it's a grind. It's a grind, right? But you know, movies and TV, you got to get up at four in the morning, so that's its own kind of grind. Not every day, but sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, you know, if you're lucky, then you get to have a little sort of sprinkling of each in your life. Well, you definitely seem to have been able to. I have. Uh, I have. I, I keep doing theater for some. Yeah, I do. Keeps <laughs> you calling said for me some reason. I even did back. a play here. It's Although that's like 15 years ago uh, at the Jungle Theater. Oh, uh, we love wow. the Jungle, though. Yeah, great mm -hmm. theater. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I probably go back to New York and do a play, uh, I would say, every two or three years. Um, and, um, in terms of movies and TV, you know, I've never been on a multicam, you know what that is, uh, which is sure. like a, that's when you watch a television show and you hear people laughing, that means it's a multicam. Right. It's like I've a friend's. A friend. Should, right. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I've never even done an episode of one. I would be interested. I, but otherwise when you do Are there many right now though? There is a you out there yeah okay i have fr uh my friend is doing one right now actually which yeah. one and this is a fair question the reason we ask is yeah. that one of the things you learn about jayton satia and i is that we are very particular geeks and we have talked about this on previous episodes we are terrible no offense at watching television we you know we were talking about it so we started a thing on our show called pass the password so that we even would start streaming series on a regular basis right because there's things that we know that we would love yeah that we just don't seem to get to that we know have all of the components. I'm not recommending any multicams <laughs> for you to look okay. at. I'm just telling you that is a, a, a thing it's that, something that, that we exists. Could do if you get spare time, <laughs> right. you two, you could pop into this. No, uh, but I don't I have there's one probably other mind. things. Uh, well, that, well, it's also a world, especially in television right now, that uh, it's just there's just so damn much of it. Like right. Things mm -hmm. like, I've never seen Game of Thrones, but I understand that's there's a, that's whole a, streaming that's a popular, platforms I've that's never a popular seen. Program. <laughs> and there's going to be more streaming platforms yeah. you know kind of it's thing it's overwhelming and it's a new age of tv yeah. um question uh to wyatt around shooting in minnesota um you shot the film in park rapids yes we did um let's talk a little bit about shooting here the location scouting and then of course let's talk about the context behind the the script as well well um we uh, we made a film 10 years ago with this guy and with my wife called four boxes and um, after that, it was so difficult, we said, I said, we got to do something easier. So I wrote a script that could be easily filmed. It's just four people running around in the woods, and it's a puzzle. And you shoot it by a remote lake in the woods, so you think, oh, that's going to be really easy. Sure. <laughs> 
But because um, it's nature, yeah, it and we're in Minnesota. But I feel like nature does not help with you know if you want noise bleed problems, go in nature. Yeah, that's what exactly. you do. Why <laughs> was four boxes difficult? <laughs> Because now we know that it, filmmaking is just difficult. Right. Right. Yeah. We thought, oh, gotcha. this can't possibly be the case every time. It's yeah. theater, but you just put a camera on it. Yeah. On. Um, uh, but so we thought here in the land of 15,000 lakes, Minnesota, we would be able to find a lake with some woods easily. So check that box. Mm-hmm. We spent all summer trying to find a the lake, right lake we could shoot at. Because within this story, it's supposed to be a remote lake far away from any roads. Well, it turns out all the good lakes in Minnesota have cabins and yep. mansions and 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 boats, boats and, and docks and everything about it. And mm-hmm. so that nicks just about 95 percent of all the lakes and then the lakes that have nothing on them they're kind of green and they're more like ponds and they're right. swampy Very, and they're hard yeah. to get a crew next to and the bugs are bad Jeez, yeah. so my wife actually found um this place that is a boy scout camp and um you know, it's with the, the scouts all go home in the summer, so we were going to be shooting in the fall anyway. And it's this big, beautiful lake, and so we got the we got that location, and that's why we that's why we ended up in Park Rapids, no other reason. But um, you know, I I get I, I I get crazy when I see the shots of the of the lake. It's so beautiful in the movie. Like mm-hmm. we can look in every direction, and there's nothing on the lake. It's so incredible. Mm-hmm. That's because <laughs> they're trying to make the Boy Scouts know what it's like to be in nature. So they're like, you know, at least preserve this a bit. Yeah, don't yeah. make it look like a playground. Oh, they do a great. Mm-hmm. They do a great job. Um, so, so what's the film about? Let's talk a little bit more about the, the script itself. It's a puzzle. Like I, I, you know, we, you do, you do these things, you do them for so long, you have to do something you love. So I love puzzles and I just made a movie that I would want to watch. And so it's, it's a, it's a complicated movie. It's, it's kind of a dense kind of a party game of a movie. It's, I compare it to like a crossword puzzle or an escape room, like, we want people to watch it and spend the whole time trying to figure out what's going on. So how difficult is this puzzle? Is it like a, uh, a difficult Sudoku type thing? Or is it like, could I figure it out? Or I I'm going to go, I'm probably lost until the end. I think we'd be remiss if we made it just too hard to figure out. Okay, fair But enough. I wanted it to be balanced on that point where you're definitely challenged by it. And you've got to talk to your friends after you watch it and say, so what exactly happened? You know, that's okay. the thing we're going for is people get online after they watch it or they talk with their friends and they say, I think I got it, but I, I need to talk it out a little bit. Um, so I that, that was the kind of balance we were looking and for. And I appreciate that you say that up front because I do think that there's some movies, at least Jayton and I have done this before, we're like, what were they going for? Right. Like, what were they trying to do? More often than not. I'm exactly. Like, yeah. what, was, what was the intent here? Right. Um, Justin, what made you, and I know you guys have worked together before, but beyond that, what about this script that was intriguing to you to come in on Executive Producer? Well, you know, I just uh, I just believe in, the, in Wyatt and Megan's work and uh, having acted with them and uh, my uh, there's nothing better than working with friends right. i've worked with other friends besides them even and it's a beautiful thing uh but i would never do it if i didn't think that they were uh right. if there was a reason to i would never act as a favor uh no and so that, um that has the potential to ruin your friendship also though so that's fair well that's true mm-hmm. and don't think i didn't think about that occasionally <laughs> before we had it in Likewise. i was like this we, might be tense we may not survive <laughs> on the like other this? end of this yeah but boy every time uh i i actually liked them more by the end and that faded away and I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you're back to a reasonable yeah, amount of life so uh just. so i was game to go uh, either way and i knew uh the all the things that Wyatt just said about the kinds of uh movies he makes and the s- scripts that 
that he writes, which uh, are an, it's an interesting way to find your way into them. And and uh, and I knew that that, uh, that that's the kind of movie they would make, and so I just pretty much said, I'm okay, Justin. On board. And this is not. I don't want this to sound like a dig. I ask this question all the time whenever I, I talk to an executive. Like I know. People say the same thing mm. to me, like, please don't be offended. And I know but, that they're going to say something yeah. offended. But I am curious, as the layperson at the table, uh-huh. um, and Jayton hates when I talk. I ask these questions because he knows better than I do. I feel like I have a good, as a layperson, I have a good grasp of what the actors do. I have a good grasp of what the directors do. I have a less uh, solid grasp of what an executive producer does in the process. It sounds like Megan did most of the work is what I'm saying. So I wanted to know. She usually does. Yeah. So what does an executive producer, what's your role when you're doing a film? Well, I think that, I mean, if I can. Please, I'd like you to answer for me. (laughs) I've already forgotten. I I think the executive producer is a really cool role in the film industry because it means all different kinds of things. Oh, fair enough. Okay. On every project, it has a different sort of meaning because it's the top. It's like the king on the chessboard, and um, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's it's the most important job, and it's the job you can't do without. Right. Um, but it's always different, and um, they are essentially putting the puzzles together. You yeah. know, if you're thinking about it from from the context of your film, either like you're looking at it from a ten thousand foot level, you're looking at it from distribution side, you're looking at it from production side and pre-production side, and you're just there again. Maybe I'm just all, all that, all that, yeah. <laughs> and you're yeah. just there to essentially be available mm-hmm. for any catastrophe that may happen. Oh, you know, we have plenty of indie filmmakers who say, "Oh my goodness, we lost our location because of whatever." Yeah. Typically, we go to our executive producers or producing team to be like, how can we make this happen in the next 12 hours? And right. ideally, they're in place for yeah. that reason. Mm-hmm. And they can they go, give me two minutes, and then they make some calls, and then it happens. Yeah. And and Justin is, like, key because he, you know, he knows how Hollywood works. and mm, Do I? And uh, it's it's really, like, an amazing resource to have to be like, oh, you know, how, which, how should we proceed on this at this step? So. Well, we're very happy that Three Day Weekend is part of the Twin Cities Film Fest. What's your next steps with this film? Um, uh, well, this is where we get Megan to come over and join in. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, it's the the distribution landscape. You can't really ever learn anything about it because by the time you've made another film, which takes a few years, you come back, you're like, okay, I think I got a lock on how you okay. distribute a film. And, and the whole landscape has changed again. So... Um, we, you know, I think we're just heading into it, but we've been talking to a lot of people, and a lot of people are interested in the movie, and we're just doing what everyone in, who's an artist in the world is doing right now, which is weighing, like, to what degree do I give it away, and to what degree do I make demands for cash? Right. Um, Upfront uh, versus residuals versus yeah. international versus, deme- like, it's Putting it on demand a, right yeah. away, or, okay. But we're, we're excited about the film, because the film, you know, it, it is this puzzle, and it will, like, accumulate word of mouth among people who like this kind of complicated storytelling. So There's definitely an audience for it. Right, there's yeah. definitely an audience out there, just in your mainstream audience, that likes that kind of mind-bending stories. And I think, yeah. again, I've seen the film, so it's it's a lot. I, I love the four characters. Great job on casting, by the way. Thank you. Our um, our casting person yeah. in LA is amazing. They all seem very authentic, and they all are truly confused <laughs> in the film, yeah. which makes the audience be part of the story with them good that's what so we're going i think there's definitely an audience for it and and we do talk about when you're looking for that audience as well and as 
And since so much of what we talk about on BR Geek are these, because we are both comic book fans, we do like all these big budgets, but yeah. we also, as fans of films, go, but do we want those properties to take up so many screens and make it so difficult to find something like Three Day Weekend? I think that's kind of what's wrong with our world right now. You know, there's... In old movies, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you, you saw movies about real people and their real lives, and it was a way to, like, understand people that were different from you. Right. It, it served a cultural purpose that's not in the equation now. And but I, those I, are still there. They're just not in the movie theaters. Right. Sure. Right? I mean, that's it's just true. different places to find them. That's true. Usually in your living TV. room. TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's one of the reasons we have thrived in the film festival industry is because back in the day, film festivals were when you went to go watch new content. Back yeah. in the day. Now you're going to festivals to kind of – Go through the curation process. We've already done the curation for you. These, mm -hmm. This is the best of the best. So you don't have to worry about streaming something for 45 minutes and not yeah. finding something yeah. online. Exactly. Yeah. This is where we kind of take pride in. You come to a festival and you're able to find these gems. Yeah. An ideal scenario, we promote after your distribution is de deal is done – where you can, can now find it on your home or on your tablets or on Hence your phones. Hence our nosy question, because we do want yeah. to make sure that all of our filmmakers and our short filmmakers and our documentarians, everyone, they're, uh, you know, we can get more eyes on your property. Because, uh, again, I, don't get me wrong. If Disney throws out a movie, Jaden and I are going to go see it. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's like we know that people's, their time is valuable and precious. Mm -hmm. So we also want to make sure that we can go, well, here's what we'll vouch for. We talk to these people. You should go see this film. Yeah. Use the time that you have. I think that's a great idea. Some kind of curating service for TV shows. Like, I would buy that. You know, like, <laughs> tell me what to watch. Let's talk later. Megan, I'll talk to you about it later. A funny thing, actually, is like when I'm alone in the house, like, I will get on Netflix, but not watch anything. I sure. just scroll. I, am I you the just only person that does that? that your, to watch something is that you your intent? Your this is almost my intent. Scroll. I'm like, I'm probably pretty sure I'm not going to find anything I want to watch. I just like to The scroll. rabbit hole of where will this lead me? Yeah. Well, you're married, Maybe so you I'll don't have commitment something. issues. That's not it. Why, why are you avoiding all of these things? Falls asleep. <laughs> We're getting older. Yeah, this is only five minutes, and then it's over. Why did you mention off. cooking? Mm -hmm. uh, since our show is all about being a geek, so obviously you guys are film geeks, but what else do you geek out about? Yes, why? Um, uh, let's see. I, I think, like we were saying earlier, I'm pretty pretty much a, an athlete. Okay. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, we were kidding. <laughs> I didn't think you were. Justin well, I'll tell you, this year was a very special time for us as Minnesotans who, are, who now live in Los Angeles. Why is because that? Because uh, our baseball team was good again. That's and right. I don't believe that uh, adults should uh, watch sports. For the most part, and then all of a sudden the twins were good again this year, and and it became a whole thing. And I swear to God, I I, I gave about four hours of every day to the Minnesota Twins this wow. year. Wow, I'm glad that you said that. So I got the little cable package, and watched, we, we watched a few Yankees. together. And, I, you well, know what? we were I just was, talking about this. It was still a great season, it was despite season. despite those three games. <laughs> My <laughs> previous the previous radio station I worked on, we broadcast the Minnesota Twins games, and so we were our radio station was across from Target Field which is a great ballpark, yes. don't be wrong. But when the Twins were doing poorly, you could just feel the sadness waft right. across the street at us. So I agree. As what someone who lives was here, that? Uh, before, that was when it was on Go 96.3. Right. Yes. And so we would play our, our indie pop music around <laughs> the Twins. It was yeah. an, odd, an odd mix. That's but funny. it was 
it was nice to be able to wander over to the ballpark because yeah. it's a great ballpark. But, yeah. you know, I've lived here long enough that I don't like watching Minnesotans be sad either. And so it's so much. And I happened to be on vacation in New York when we were playing oh. um, New York. And right. I was just like, OK, this is not the time to be overly proud about. I'm being a Minnesotan. I went to, <laughs> I went to Tribeca Film Festival and uh, just for curation purposes, and there happened to be a Yankees Twins game at the Yankee Stadium, and I went and Twins won. So I'm like, that series like, in the middle of the yes. season. That was a good yeah, series. Yeah, so it was a great. Yeah. So that yeah. gave me hope when we <laughs> yeah, were going to play right, the Yankees, right, and then right, it right, happened. Right. So yeah. okay, so sports. Even though we're no, not not, a, uh, not at all. Actually, uh, you know what? I'm actually a geek for our less and less as it is is the radio. Oh. Um, Yep, uh, I, I that's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, my current station that I probably listen most is a college radio station in Los Angeles called KXLU. But oh. I'd say probably this one that I listen to the second most, except for satellite radio, is the Current. I'll, Love uh, the because current. now you can stream the damn yeah. thing wherever you, in the world you might happen mm-hmm. to and be. And it is curated very well. And it's you know it's again back station. to what we were saying about how the industry and, and media has changed so much. As someone that's been in radio for a million years, that's one of the things that I miss is that it is hard to find that hybrid and that farm team for radio. Yeah. So you can mm-hmm. find bits and pieces of it as college radio stations, but finding right. a gem that's like the current in other markets well, is difficult tr- to find. Uh, Minneapolis was one of the, actually the last uh, state, uh, cities that had great terrestrial radio right. in our youth. Uh, uh, KJO 104, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Showing waves Rev, 105. Rev 105. Rev 105, that's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, so there's that. Nice. When I was young, I could name, uh, you would name a major American city, and I could tell you several stations in each city. I could probably still wow. do that to a certain degree. Justin has got an encyclopedic knowledge of About everything all culture. the wrong things. No, no, no. There's no such thing as wrong <laughs> things. There's a Pollock Museum int- in St. Louis Park. Have you been there? It's a radio museum. A radio museum, museum oh, is here. Oh, we right love here. it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have yeah. to make sure go. we give you that. Yes. We'll give you that list. And then I have I'm some back. friends that I'll have to connect you to on social media because they are also radio geeks, and they have like decades and decades yeah. of old air checks and things just you know that you could listen to that are to me fascinating right that's not my particular initial fandom so i'm not going to go start collecting them and i have those friends that i can go help me go down that rabbit hole yeah mm-hmm. i i uh you know i've known justin since i was 12 and um when i met him even he had he would he would play me these tapes these cassette tapes this is a lie oh <laughs> Of, of him calling into radio stations. Maybe Fun. once, maybe once. <laughs> tape after tape after tape. <laughs> so what do you geek out about? I, I mean, cooking is a big, yeah. is a big one for me. And like, then, are we going to see you on MasterChef eventually? Like, uh, you think, would you like to be on one of those Do you like those competition shows? shows? I don't like okay. those shows. Oh. I kind of like to watch. I like to watch people cook. Is it I like too to early to, to even sort of tease your new show? Well, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know it's too early. But we're you shooting. A, we're, we, we've shot a pilot for a cooking show, actually, Ooh. in Park Rapids. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I have enough interest in cooking and media to try to get a cooking show going just because I'm like, Everybody's got a cooking show. Everybody's on a cooking show. Oh, I yes. want a cooking show. They're either on a cooking show or they're on a <laughs> show where they just go and eat other people's food. Yeah, there are yeah, a lot of those. Yeah. So what kind of, can you tell us the tone and tenor of your cooking uh, show? Just not, yeah, it's just like we're going for something that's kind of day in the life. It's not okay. It's not doing recipes. It's sort of like a lifestyle show. Um, but the premise of it is that there's all kinds of, there's this like secret society of great food in the country. Right. It's not all in the city. 
because all of her food comes from the country right. and you think it's all this really bad food from like small towns that comes off the Cisco truck. But then if you go out of town and you go up these driveways, it's like people are raising their own animals yep. and they're uh, raising their, they got big gardens and there's recipes that have come through the history of their family and, and uh, you, you eat the food and you're like, oh, this food's better than in the city. Sure. And so I don't that's think great. people know that. And that's so are these individuals that you're just finding, yeah. like just your normal folk and not necessarily restaurants? Not, not restaurant-based. That's great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're excited about that. And, and then, um, you know, and then he and I have a, another film in the can, too. So Wow. Anything about that that we can – anything you want to tease on that? Is that a thriller? Is it a drama? Is it a – Well, it was your first uh, non-Minnesota shoot. Okay. Yeah, we shot it in L.A. Got it. And, um, and it was also co-directed by Wyatt and Megan. Yep. So making an even more filmmaking team than usual on that one. But uh, it's completely the diametric opposite of Three Day Weekend, which has no dialogue. <laughs> you saved. Um, <laughs> and this is twice as much dialogue as a normal it's, movie. Uh, it's and this, the premise of the next one is that it's a, it's a play. So it's two actors who live in Hollywood. They're down on their luck career-wise. And so they decide to put on a site-specific play in their apartment and at their work and at their jobs uh, about their lives. And Got it. So all they do is talk because they're actors. Sure. And that's <laughs> no been, that's in the can. That's, it is. It's, it's post-production or it's the whole thing? It's about done. Wow. Wonderful. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm very fond of it, even if I, just to step away and not have been a part of it even. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Nice. And what else are you working on right now, Justin, that we can follow you? Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, I just, I, I, I'm on a show called Kidding uh, with Jim Carrey on Showtime. Uh, and we just wrapped season two. That comes back in February. And then I'm going to do a little bit on a new uh, version of Perry Mason. Do you remember the old Perry yes. Mason? Yeah. So that's going to be on HBO. Perry and Mason is uh, why I thought I wanted to be an attorney. And then I was like, this is not attorneying at all. <laughs> Once I, went to, I would watch Perry Mason with my grandma. And I'm like, I'm to do that <laughs> I, you, know, you know who else said that was uh, i think sonia sotomayor <laughs> I, I i i anyway yeah. uh i haven't started but i start uh, my first day on that is in a couple weeks they're already shooting uh but it's actually sort of um you know there have been many perry mason properties books and the most people know the show which was kind of the original law and order the kind of the mm-hmm. original procedural mm-hmm. show but uh, this one is sort of an HBO version. takes place uh, when he's not a lawyer yet. Perry Mason, he's a... Uh, it's uh, on HBO. Are soldier with... Isn't that what everybody... I'm about? sure there, there'll, there'll be boobs, boobs and boobs. swearing yeah. and <laughs> bot- like, blood what? and all exactly. those things. <laughs> Mostly my boobs. Exactly. A, dra- a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> a dragon or two. Yeah. Same old <laughs> story. Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're really excited for that, and we appreciate both of you being on the show. And we hope that when you get your next properties available, we'll have you guys back on. And, and in the meantime, why can you make us like something to eat real quick? <laughs> ah, <laughs> we we are in, in the kitchen area. Kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's do it. Okay, Jaden, tell everybody else what we can expect for the rest of the Twin Cities Film Fest. Um, besides amazing content like Three Day Weekend, uh, our lounges banging every single night. We tonight is Purple Night. Uh, we're celebrating 35th anniversary screening of Purple Rain, so it'll be 80s music and Purple Rain. Does that sound familiar to me? Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brand new film that just came out. It's a world release, world premiere. It's so going you should to come be out. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's about this guy, Lake Minnetonka, or something. Um, but lounge is always a good time, and we have three days of amazing content still yet to come, so uh, I'd encourage everybody to just stop by and just say hello. My job as an executive director is to have you come to one film and 
give you an amazing experience and hopefully you then come back and then tell your friend. So that's all I really want. And we are continuing going through this through uh, the end of the week and then reminding everybody that we do take a quick break, but there is content going on all year round with the Twin Cities Film Fest. So we encourage you to always go to our website. It's TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. If you have anything that you would like to hear us geek out about, you can always email us. It's BeOurGeek at gmail.com. And you can also find us on all the shows, so socials. We're at BeOurGeekMN. So, Jayton, are we cool? We're good. Wyatt, Justin, are we cool? We are cool. Thank you Pretty so much cool. for having us. That Thank was you guys fun. For being on our show. We appreciate it. And we will make sure that we see everybody back here next time because everyone is a geek about something. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.